Hello. This is Alexander Loren, the podcaster's coach. Quick disclaimer a professional coach does not give advice in a co creative coaching relationship. I am the host and speaker of this podcast, and you, of course, are the listener. This episode and interview consists of two voices, but does not reflect an actual coaching conversation. If you're interested in coaching, please visit my website, podcasterscoach.com, and you'll find everything you need to know about coaching. Enjoy the show! downloading and listening to this episode of The Podcaster's Life. Again, it's me, Alexander Lauren, Certified Life Coach, also known as The Podcaster's Coach. I'm grateful that you are here with me on this journey. On today's show, I talk to Mark Deal. Mark is a phenomenal individual and he actually might be speaking at Podcast Movement 2017 as I'm, re- as I'm recording this portion of the program. We had recorded our interview before he made his way to Anaheim for that awesome event, which I am very jealous, <laughs> very sad that I'm not going to. I won't say jealous. I'm sad that I didn't go. Next year, next year. I was actually inspired by Mark before I'd even spoke to him. I found him on the web. I checked him out. And I I went ahead and I started a meetup group in my local community. That's how I originally found him, because I was looking for podcast meetups. And there was Mark. Now, I actually started my meetup group yesterday. And I have two members. Two members. None of which have actually registered for the first actual meetup, (laughs) the first actual get-together. You know, it's so funny. I've had meetups. I've posted meetups, meetups.com, in the past. And there was one meetup I did. I, I hosted a Buddhist book group. And I would have something like 100 members to this group. And only three or four people would actually show up for the get-together. It was very bizarre, very bizarre. It's been a really great week, really great week for me, really great shows. I've talked to so many wonderful podcasters, so many wonderful producers. My kids, they have one more week before they go back to school, and I am so excited about it. I can't wait to see them leave. Oh, my God. I know I'm awful. I know, I know, I know I'm awful, but I do I do want them to go. This week, I've learned that Taking on too much and not getting enough rest is really a bad idea. And I guess I've relearned that because I've gone through this many times. When I am tired, I am grumpy. And when I'm grumpy, I am absolutely no fun. My kids, all they ever want to do is have fun. And here I am, Mr. Killjoy. I'm pleased to report that last night I did sleep. I slept... I had a good sleep. I even slept in a little bit this morning. So podcaster, listener, get some rest this weekend. Okay. I know there's this like huge sporting event 
this weekend on Saturday, this huge boxing match. And you know what? I am really interested in it. But the problem is, is that for me, where I am, it's going to end at 2 a.m. If I could sleep until noon the next day, I would absolutely be watching it. But my kids, they're up early. So it's a really bad idea. And I think it's important to think about these things first, you know, before, before you get involved, before you do something like that. Ask yourself, is it worth the sacrifice? Ask yourself, what will it do for me? And what will it do for other people? I know for this boxing match, it's going to entertain me. It's going to satisfy my curiosity. But I do know it's, it'll, make me gr- it'll make me grumpy. And it'll make me no fun on Sunday morning. Or Sunday all day. All day with my kids podcaster when you take care of yourself when you get the rest that you need you become more effective if you set your intention and want to make a difference you need to be armed strong quick and focused right okay let's get to the interview mark is great he shares so much with us so enjoy the rest of the show and Be sure to listen to the International Podcast Day promo at the end. September 30th is not very far away. Join in on the celebration. Hello there. This is Rob O'Donoghue, also known as Rob of the Green. My podcast is called the 1% Better Podcast, with the aim of making listeners at least 1% better from every show. Check me out on iTunes, the podcast app, or directly from my site, robofthegreen.ie. Now, back to the podcaster's life with Alexander Lauren. Mark Deal is a proud producer of Legal Podcast. He has a couple of shows already out and is working on a few more. Mark may be best known to his audience as the organizer of the rapidly growing Podcast Atlanta meetup group and a host of PMX. Mark, great to have you on. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Awesome to have you. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself, maybe briefly about your journey pre-podcast to today. Sure. Well, pre-podcast to today, I uh, have a bachelor's in electrical engineering, uh, uh, an MBA in decision sciences and corporate finance. I worked at uh, big company, initials GE. I don't want to give uh, the name away. Uh, for a little over a decade, and uh, I, I quit and co-founded a, a, a business immigration services company. We worked alongside attorneys and, uh, and their clients. And along, along those lines, uh, about a year into that, I started a podcast and it turned out to be our most, uh, our, our biggest marketing arm. And for me, it was uh, the most fun and engaging marketing arm. And about a year and a half after that, uh, I was like, I want to do podcasting, you know, full time. I don't want to do this other stuff. So that's how I've gotten to podcasting. What initially inspired you to become a podcaster? Sure. So working in the legal services field, there was a lot of great stories, but some people were afraid to share them. And I couldn't really blog about it, you know, without having, you know, names and dates and, and, and things like that. But I could interview somebody much like you and I are having an interview and not really you know, give away their real name, but you could hear, you know, the passion that they had and the, uh, you know, the, the real crux of the story in their voice. And that what for me was the, the power of, uh, of podcasting between that and starting to, you know, book 
uh, you know, bigger engagements after like our second and third podcast and, and people wanting to come on. Uh, we had a unique format in our industry. Uh, it just started to take off. So yeah, it's, it's worked out well. I understand that you have this podcast Atlanta meetup and it's awesome. I've looked it over and I've, I've listened to some of the podcasts. How do, where did this come from? Did, did you hear this from someone else? And, I, and I, I'm being really selfish here because I want to do one myself. So help me out. I, I think that's great. In fact, you or anybody else that's listening that wants a local podcasting group, uh, they should do that. First, you know, go to like meetup.com, see if there there's one that already exists and is running. You know, maybe it's faded out and you can say, hey, I'd like to interject some life into it. Uh, but if not, you can always, uh, you know, start your own. Uh, my story was I had been prodded at for a couple of years uh, by uh, a Mr. Jared Easley <laughs> to start a podcasting group in Atlanta, Georgia. And I just kept saying, no, 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 it's it's not for me. It's it's a lot of work. I I, I go at projects 110%. And if I know I take this on, it would uh, I'd put a lot of uh, effort into it. I did one event. We had like 70 some RSVPs. And, uh, and people are like, oh, this is great. We, we should do this more often. I was like, well, you should do it. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be me. Yeah. And then a few months later, I'm like, all right, well, I'll go ahead and do it. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, we've, uh, we've grown. I think we're about uh, over 460 people as of today. And that, that growth has really only been in the last, uh, last year and a half. So it's, uh, it's, it's a very rapidly growing and trending uh, podcasting meetup group on, on oh, meetup.com. With the group, I, I'm just curious, when you put the group together initially, because you also mentioned about making a living full time from podcasting, right. was, there, was there a little piece of that where it's like, well, you know, there's a, maybe a, some income opportunity? Not really. I tell everyone that I make money from podcasting, not from podcasters. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with uh, like for yourself, you know, a podcast coach, you know, you're helping podcasters. That's your profession. There's people that have, you know, meta podcasts where they podcast about podcasting. And that's cool. You know, for me, I podcast about legal topics with attorneys and other service providers and things like that. I host branded shows. I have some distributed branded shows. I've got some more podcasts in the work. And podcasting as a as an industry, as well as a community, has really given me a lot. And this is my way to kind of give back to the to the people of Atlanta and podcasters, obviously. Well, that's uh, the rule of karma. You know, you 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 give, and you just naturally receive back. <laughs> right, right. Now, that's not to say that the group doesn't generate some income, but I can say that I don't get a profit off of it. Uh, you know, we have certain. Uh, you know, monetary activities, through sponsorships, a couple of paid events. Most of our events are free as well as you know, some other monetizable things, but all that money goes back into the group to, to grow the group and enhance future events. Is there like um, a, an informal meetup and then there's more of a, uh, a lecture sort of thing or an educational piece to it? Yeah, uh -huh. that's one of the things we did uh, specifically for myself because I didn't want to have like a formal presentation panel meetup once a month. I thought, well, you know, that's like 12 a year, although I could probably, you know, host these and do them myself. I, I wanted to get other speakers. I thought, well, to start off slow, let's you know treat it like a podcast, right? Let's be regular. We're going to do it the uh, for us, it's the second Wednesday of the month, although we may be changing that up based off some steering committee uh, coming up. 
But uh, yeah, so what we do is we do an informal meet and greet. Uh, we got a back room of a restaurant that holds about 40 people that can shut the doors and, and we have the room to ourselves for conversation, great food, great drinks. So we do that on one month. And then the next month we have like a formal presentation, a panel where a speaker will come up and dive deep on a topic. We've got in-town speakers. We have speakers from out of town that will fly in or drive in and talk to the group. And, uh, and then the, the following month, we, we go back to just a, an informal hangout and talk about how things are doing. Plus, you know, like a lot of other people, we'll do webinars, these virtual events where people can just, you know, dial up or listen in from home and, and ask questions. And that allows us to get speakers that we couldn't, you know, get to, to fly down or drive down, still present to the group. And tell me, Mark, how does this, how does this benefit the, the community, the community of, uh, can I call Atlanta a community? Sure, I can. Sure. Sure. How does it benefit the community? Well, one, it's they don't feel that they're alone, right? Uh, podcasting, although I think is obviously a more social activity than blogging, can still seem somewhat isolated. People are often, you know, podcasting from, you know, their own little isolation. Maybe it's a solo show. Even if it's interview based, they may not see the person that they're interviewing and it may feel a, a little bit isolated. And that's that's one way of uh, of offering support is getting people together and saying, Hey, you're not alone. And, you know, celebrating everyone's, uh, their, their growth, their wins, sharing some best practices. There's a lot of networking that goes on. Uh, the second largest, uh, podcasting network in the, in the nation. Well, I guess in the world is based out of Atlanta and we get to, to leverage some of, uh, you know, some of their experience and, uh, and resources. So yeah, it's really about, you know, pulling the best of what we do, as well as sharing some of the things that doesn't work out so well with the, the community as a whole, so that we can all benefit from that and make our podcast even better. I, I was also thinking that if I did one locally, it would almost seem like one big commercial for my community, where it's like people could listen to the, the people that are, that are here, the, the voices within my community. Do you, you kind of see that in Atlanta a little bit? Yeah, people had asked me because we do record the sessions, but I don't openly post those sessions. And uh, and obviously, you know, with only about five to 10 percent of the community showing up at any given event, we'll typically have about 20 to 40 people show up at, at an event. Our community is, as I said, over 460 people. Uh, they said, hey, you know, why don't you do a podcast? And there's there's a lot of, you know, uh, Examples of that, for example, Podcast Movement, they have a podcast about the sessions at Podcast Movement. So very, very meta, uh, but we don't do that. What I decided to do was to set up uh, an RSS feed, submit to iTunes and Google Play. And essentially what that feed does is it points to other people's shows. So I tell people, hey, submit your one best episode uh, to, to this feed tool that, that I have. And uh, I, I'll take a, you know, a quick gander at it. I'm like, oh, this sounds pretty good. I'll, I'll put that up on the feed. And the people that subscribe to the podcast Atlanta feed are actually grabbing episodes from individual feeds. So those shows get to get the benefit of having the exposure to everyone that's subscribing to this very diverse podcast Atlanta feed. But it's not like I'm rehosting the files. So they get the, the download numbers and the stats and, and, uh, and things like that. Yeah, it's great. People can listen and then they could see all the, listen to the different voices and, and possibly hear about the different products and the different services. I'm sure there's, there's people uh, doing their, their podcast based on, on those sort of things. Yeah. There, and there's also people that have podcasts that aren't business related, like these history shows or scripted fiction shows with voice actors and things like that. I really like to show the whole 
wide, diverse gambit of what's possible in podcasting. You're making me think so much. I got to stop thinking and, and just <laughs> and just asking questions. Okay, PMX. I wanted to ask you about that also because that sounds awesome. I, I I have this aspiration one day to do a TEDx talk, and and lo and behold, here are PMX talks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell me well, about that. Built for you, essentially. Uh, PMX. The idea behind PMX. It's like TEDx talks, uh, but for podcasters. There are you know, podcasters that give the talks in front of a, uh, you know, an audience of podcasters. They, they get up there, they talk for about 15 minutes. And, uh, and yeah, that's essentially what it is. Uh, this is our third year doing it. We have uh, 13 speakers this year, which is half of what we had before, before we've done two concurrent rooms and two concurrent MCs and double the amount of speakers. Well, this year, uh, we've been very selective about our, our speaker submission and selection process, and we're making it into a competition. So we've got uh, uh, three judges already lined up. We may be adding a, a fourth judge, and the speakers will be judged on certain elements of, uh, of their talk. And the winner uh, will get to come up on the, uh, on the stage with me on Wednesday night at the Academy of Podcast Awards. And they, they get this nice little kind of wrestling belt thing of you're like, hey, you're the PMX champion. And they automatically get the chance to speak as a, as a speaker at a podcast movement next year. You're, you're so creative. Has podcasting given you an, out, an outlet for your creativity? I, I like to think of myself not so much as creative. I like to borrow some of the best ideas. I like to take two good ideas and try to, you know, mix them together, you know, tetricize them and say, hey, does this work for me with my skill set in my audience? Uh, you know, like I said, my background, electrical engineering and decision science is very analytical. And I realize that creativity is a kind of a constraint of mine. So I kind of keep my eyes open and my, my ears open for some creative ideas that I may be able to repurpose some elements with other things and, uh, and see if they work. I wanted to ask you about happiness because I've, I've come to the conclusion that podcasting for me is a tool of, for happiness. So does podcasting make you happy? I would say so. In fact, I was having a discussion with my team a few weeks ago about the, the things I like to do and the things that I, I don't like to do. Like, say, I podcast in a lot of the shows. I'm actually on the microphone myself, but I don't do the writing. I don't do the editing. I don't do the, the website stuff. And I realized that, um, you know, the things that <laughs> involve me not talking to somebody else, working in a silo, I'm not quite as happy. But if I'm interviewing somebody on a podcast or you know doing a live event and doing a webinar or having a conference call or a one-on-one -on -one call with uh, with people or potential clients you know that's the type of stuff I, I like so and podcasting I really like uh, especially when you give uh, the episode to an editor and they pull out the best elements of, of the show and then you hear it again a week later it's like wow this conversation was really really good <laughs> hey what's that like Mark from Doing your own solo podcast, and I was listening a little bit to EB5, a podcast that you co-host. What's that like for you to, from being the guy to being the uh, the co-host, I guess? You got to put your ego in check. Uh, the show you're talking about, EB5 Investment Voice, is a, is a branded show. It's a show that I don't own once the, the content is produced and uh, put out in, in the public. A multinational law firm owns that. So essentially, they, they approached me and said, hey, we want to do a show about, uh, about this. And I said, yeah, you should do a show. <laughs> and they're like, well, will you help us uh, do it? 
And they, uh, for that particular client, they were a little unsure of just getting on the microphone and doing it themselves. So I'm like, sure, well, I'll co-host and kind of help the conversation along. Uh, so it's really, instead of leveraging the authority of your voice, it's leveraging the experience of your interview uh, knowledge and the interview process to make a good show. As long as you look at it that way, uh, you know, you can grow from it. When you say branded show, so you, you mean that it's it's just someone else's show or a, a company show? Is that what you mean? Pretty much, yeah. So a company says, hey, we want a podcast and we want the podcast to be uh, associated with our brand. You know, we don't want other sponsors on. Uh, that's essentially is a, is a branded show. So they're paying to uh, produce and create the show. So a lot of the the interview elements and the interview guests and the stories will be related to the product or service that the company that is paying for the show uh, offers. When you started podcasting, Mark, did you did you foresee that this would be something that you would be doing? No, like, no. no. I no, not at all. Like I said, it just started with conversations because, uh, you know, I couldn't blog about some of the things that I was experiencing uh, without having, you know, names and 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 dates and things to it. And I'm like, well, it looks like a fictional story with some of the, the stuff that uh, I would be writing about. So the podcast was just a way to bring, you know, a real voice to the to the story. And then from there, there has been, you know, I could probably look at three three times uh, through a podcast where one thing built to the next to, to bring me to the uh, to the next level. But it was all because of a podcast. And that was three times on that first show. And then there's been a couple of shows a after that and more to come. What have, what have you learned about yourself on this on this podcasting journey? Uh, that I continue to learn things about myself every day. <laughs> to be honest, I, I can't say that, you know, I know everything about myself now. Uh, through podcasting, again, I've learned that I really uh, like to have conversations with people. And from those conversations, whether they're public conversations, like on a podcast or webinar, or private conversations, like uh, some of the discussions that happen before or after a podcast interview or, you know, conference calls or private uh, webinars and things like that. You know, I really enjoy that type of stuff. And then I start to look at the things that I, I didn't enjoy. Like I said, I left, uh, I left a large company after working there over a decade doing a lot of analytical work. And I realized, well, one of the reasons I wasn't uh, quite as happy there is, uh, you know, I talked to the same people <laughs> every yeah. day. I had a global team, but uh, it was the same people day in, day out. I, I, like, I like the opportunity to talk with uh, different people with different ideas. I've noticed that when I've done, since I've started podcasting, it, it has changed me a little bit. Uh, I've noticed that I speak better and I'm not nearly as, sh as shy as I used to be. Has podcasting changed you at all, Mark? Yeah, I would echo that as well. For example, now I do public speaking. Uh, I'm talking, well, as of the release of this episode, I just hosted a six hour event, PMX. Uh, the day before, the week before that, I was asked to speak at a uh, an event in uh, downtown Atlanta, uh, somewhat related to to podcasting. You know, now public speaking doesn't scare me. I realize it's a process. You got to plan it out. You got to uh, you know practice some of your things. You have to know your audience and and speak to your audience and craft your talk to your audience. And that's something that I wouldn't even considered uh, you know four years ago before I started podcasting. But now it just seems a natural extension from doing a podcasting off the, the microphone, as well as webinars. Before I would have been a little bit of camera shy. Now it's just a great way for people to see my face while I talk. And 
It's a way for me to deepen my interactions and engagements with the audience. What would you suggest to the new podcaster or what would you suggest to the veteran that might be a little stuck? Well, for me, I would tell them both the same thing, and that is to look for a local community of podcasters uh, to help you out. And if one doesn't exist, to start up your own. Just keep in mind that it, it does take work. So, you know, think about the work that would go into starting or running a, a local podcast uh, meetup group, as well as think about the the things that you can put into place to step aside and give that group over to somebody else, so it can continue to to grow and roll while uh, while you not work on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice to talk to you, Mark. Can you let the uh, listener know how to reach you and, and anything else you'd like to share? Probably the best place to reach me would be podatl.com. That's for Podcast Atlanta's Meetup Group. And that's where I do a lot of the, the outreach and education for, uh, for local podcasters. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for coming on the, the program. I, I, I was very anxious to, to listen to you and ask you these questions and learn from you. Thank you for teaching. Well, thank you for having me. This has been a, a great show. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag internationalpodcastday to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts.